Good morning and welcome to Reflections. I'm Zechariah. I've got Derek over here with us. And today what we're going to be doing is reading from Psalm 125. And then we're going to have uh, a, a daily office written by Gabby, none other, none other than. And uh, she has a really good word for us today. And uh, then we're, I'm going to, I have a little reflection that I wrote on it. So uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty good. And then of course we'll close with a prayer and a benediction as we always do. So that being said, uh, I've got Derek over here, and he's going to read from Psalm 125. Psalm 125. This is in the NIV. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forevermore. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous, lest the righteous stretch out their hands to do wrong. Do good, O Lord, to those who are good, and to those who are upright in their hearts. But those who turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord will lead away with evildoers. Peace be upon Israel. All right. Thanks, Derek. So as I said, we've got a daily office written by Gabby, and that is for June 25th if you guys want to check out the entire um, writing that she has. So she writes, Psalm 125 depicts Mount Zion, a reliable, rock-solid mountain surrounding God's people. It's assuring and protective. It's grounding. The psalmist declares that the wicked will not prevail over the righteous. The righteous have God on their side forevermore. Because of this, they can live in an abundance of peace. So as I was looking through responses to talk about for today's podcast, Gabrielle's response stood out to me. The reminder of God being like Mount Zion, assuring, protective, and grounding is a reminder that I think I needed today. There's certainly enough tragedy in the world around us to make us feel as though we're standing on a ship in a storm rather than a mountain of rock. This weekend is a good time to remind ourselves of the grounding nature of the God we trust in. Allow God's love to be the rock that stabilizes you in times of stress and of trouble. Rest on God's grace and peace in times of joy and wonder. The stolid strength of God is what supports us during both sorrow and goodness. That being said, what does it mean for you this weekend to find stability in God? What are some ways you can remind yourself of the ground you are standing on? For myself, this weekend is when I move from Derek's couch into an apartment with a real bed. It may sound cheesy and trite, but shifting from a couch to a bed has given me a reminder of the difference between resting on God's grace and living a life directed by my own choosing. One is hard, stiff, and uncomfortable. The other is so comfortable as to almost not be noticeable. What I mean by that is I can lie easy. I don't have to think about getting myself into a comfortable position to be able to rest well. Resting on God gives us the ability to live life free, unburdened by the questions of getting ourselves into a comfortable position. It is a great blessing, just like the great blessing of simply having a bed to sleep on. Derek, do you have any uh, examples of finding uh, stability in God to uh, discuss with Ecclesia this weekend? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, what does it mean to find stability in God? When I think of that, I think, you know, st- stability now is such a difficult topic 
because outside of at least our bubble of Princeton Seminary, there's not a lot of stability to be found, right? Um, and that goes without saying because of obviously the civil unrests and coronavirus. And so I think a good question, a good follow-up question to that first question of what does it mean to find stability in God or what are some examples of finding stability in God? Um, the question is, what does stability look like? I mean, there's many kinds of stability. There's financial stability, there's religious stability, emotional stability, political stability. We have, most of us have none of those <laughs> right now. Um, and so which, which one are we looking for? Which one does God care about? I think it's all of them. If we look at Israel and the early church, I mean, those are all things that they struggled to find, right? Political stability, surely. Um, financial stability, religious stability, emotional stability. All of those things we find in the Bible, in the scripture. And I think that shows that God cares about all kinds of, all those kinds of stability. Um, and I think it's important for us to get on God's level with that, to remind ourselves that God does care about those things. Um, and so that's how I would say um, we should be finding stability. That's one way to find stability in this tumultuous time. It's to remember that God cares about those specific things that are unstable right now. Um, and certainly it's got to be prayer. Prayer is what helps us remember that God cares about the finances. He cares about our religious life, our emotional life. He cares about America and all the other nations of the world and how um, they're serving us as humans. And and yeah, so I think developing a good habit of prayer and reminding ourselves of what God cares about is a way to find stability. And I'm reminded when I talk about this, I'm reminded of Habakkuk. It's a beautiful... Um, book in the minor prophets section of the bible it's so short it's only three chapters and the image that we're given in that book is a prophet that is standing watching as enemies are coming to take over israel to pillage it um, and take take off the israelite people into exile and he's sitting there waiting and the first thing that he says to god is a complaint it's, you know, God, how long, how long are, am I going to watch this violence come upon us? How long am I going to watch this injustice? He's in a, he's in a very unstable position um, in, all, in every way imaginable, right? The, the people are coming to take over Israel. His status um, as a child of God is being put into question, right? Is God going to deliver us? Um, there's obviously no emotional stability, um, his family is about to be taken and destroyed, everyone he knows. Um, financial, I, I mean, it goes. the list goes on and on. But the, the book begins with a complaint to God, you know, how long is this going to last? And then there's a couple verses of dialogue. And he ends with this prayer of trust. Um, it's a beautiful prayer. It, I, I don't need to read it now, but he has this line where he says, although the the sheep pens are empty, I'm still going to trust in you. Um, and that, I think, is, a, is an image of the kind of stability that we can get in prayer. Um, yeah, yeah. Did you have something to add on? 
Yeah, I was actually thinking about uh, that this morning. I was driving and I was listening to the song Raise a Hallelujah um, by Bethel. And that was kind of, um, when I was listening to that, I was thinking about the times that I felt distant from God. And that that lyric, just the, when they're singing, like when they're singing, sing a little louder. Like that idea of singing amidst the mystery, singing out, roaring your praises in despite of the pain and and uh me and derek were actually talking this morning about how that song was written uh when the worship pastors both their 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 son had died i think he was five years old my mom was talking about it um and they wrote that song after their the death of their son and the way that they just that idea of habakkuk the sheep pens are empty yet i will still trust you i think that is like like picture perfect stability and yet so difficult sometimes to truly get to but i i see these pictures all around me of what it what it could look like well thanks for that yeah it's a beautiful song um let's go to god in prayer now and we'll end with a benediction lord god we trust in you our sturdy rock you surround us and support us like a comfortable bed at the end of a day. You are worthy of our trust. Be our rest and our fortress and deliver us from injustice. And though the virus rages on and though the world remains a wreck, though our brothers and sisters sleep with empty stomachs and the hospitals are full, yet it is in spite of all this that we will rejoice in you our Lord, and we will be joyful in the God who will save us. Amen. The benediction today is from Matthew 11, verses 28 to 30. Jesus says, Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. As you go, may your week be filled with the grace and peace of our Lord until we meet again. Blessings.